happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hello, the internet. And what? Yeah. Yeah. Or leave it. Leave Justin, it. leave it. I was saying hello to the internet, my good friend, the internet, and I was interrupted by my other new friend, <laughs> our guest today, our most returningest first-time first guest. guest. We yeah, feel yeah. like we already know him. Welcome to season 300, episode 300. three of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, ah! a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take deep dive into America's share consciousness. And it's Thursday, August 17th, 2023. Woo! Oh, yeah. Black Cat Appreciation Day. Shout out my cat, Bergie. Hey. And shout out all the black cats out there. National we got a black cat. Day. Oh, yeah. Bergie. We got a black cat living in our back backyard. All black cat in the back hat? Wow. Mm-hmm. In the back hat? Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's also National Hazy IPA Day. Uh-oh. Uh, National Nonprofit Day. Congressional Startup Day. National I Love My Feet Day. Interesting. Uh, National mm. Massachusetts Day. Shout out. Hmm. Was it the Bay State? What is it? What is it, Massachusetts called? The Bay State? Is that right? Is it a Commonwealth? Yeah, Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Yeah. Why am I? Why did I think? What is the Bay State? Never mind. Know, oh yeah, be. yeah. It is Massachusetts. It is the Bay State. The Bay All State. Right. Come on I, now. I lived there and everything. I don't. I don't remember that. Shit. Man, I played so much competitive hockey in New England. I should have that shit in my brain. <laughs> you and your hockey team would always say, "Fellas." We're, We're headed the to Bay the Bay State. State. <laughs> That's what they say. Get your counter right. beans. We're in Bean Town. <laughs> well, my name is Jack O'Brien, aka You Turn Me Fudge Round, baby. Fudge Round, <laughs> like a fudgy wudgy fudge round, round, round. <laughs> you Turn Me Fudge Round, baby. Fudge Round. That is courtesy of Maxer1216 on the Discord. Just imagining an alternate universe. Where all songs mention fudge fudge rounds like that uh, <laughs> new viral country song by Oliver or something. It's Oliver's either his first name or his last name. I yeah, can't, can't remember Just, the big 
uh, the MAGA talent show winner. That's who he is. The MAGA, yeah, talent, the show MAGA talent show winner. <laughs> who the second verse? If you've only heard the first verse, that's like a throwback to Pete Seeger. Stick around for the second, which yeah. is a throwback to last night's Gutfeld. <laughs> it seems like it was written by uh, Greg Gutfeld. Truly. Anyways, I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. It's Miles Gray, aka La Dropped, Charge Popped, got hit with the Rico my crew cut, judge of the state where I got got got, rigging the folk and I can't stop. Stop. Bad and bougie. <laughs> okay, uh, shout out to JMU Sick One on Discord for that wonderful Trump version of Bad and Bougie, Woo. and you even uploaded a voice note on the Discord post. You were really trying to really get that Trump down. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, thank you Trump for down. thank you for that instruction. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that that was beautiful. That was well done. We appreciate the voice message. <laughs> yeah. Shows how it's done. Uh, Miles, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat uh, by one of the funniest comedians and podcasters doing it. Yes. Oh God. We felt we felt like we were like, wait, is this really the first time you've been on? Is this really the first time we've ever talked to each other? Yeah, because yeah. I definitely have like a parasocial relationship. I've been a fan from a distance of his appearances on various podcasts like Comedy Bang Bang, mm -hmm. Doughboys. Uh, he co-hosts oh, the podcast Get Played. He's one of the, a handful of people who I can remember hearing on. I forget which podcast it was, but like I, I remember doing this with Gabrus and Carl Tart mm -hmm. and our guest today, where I was like, "Wait, who's this?" And like who's Googling this guy? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? as a as a yeah, who's this guy? Who's this guy? While smoking wow. a cigarette and talking to Joe <laughs> Pesci. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Who is this guy? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Anyways, it is the brilliant, the talented Matt Apodaca. Wow, this is this is all too much. This is too much praise for your boy. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm excited to be here. I yeah, we were saying that it's it's wild that this is my first time on. I feel like we have a lot of we have a lot of mutual friends. <laughs> and you every th this guest is, that's on the show regularly. <laughs> yeah, I sort of know a lot of the the guys. Uh, but I was like, I don't know those guys. They seem they seem great. Uh, I'm happy I'm happy to be here. I am really really sorry that I interrupted at the beginning. We were talking about how professional and like <laughs> I keep it, <laughs> and then I immediately got too comfortable. <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, it it's just our, it's just that I'm talking to my good friends, the internet. That's right. Yeah. And you know, I don't like gather to be around. interrupted when that gather happens. Around. <laughs> he, he, doesn't like he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. I pissed him off. I fucked up. Oh uh, man. We were also talking about that Gatorade commercial. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the counterfactual Michael Jordan Gatorade commercial, <laughs> where uh, where he's like. What if I wasn't like the sickest motherfucker who yeah. ever picked up a basketball? Like, that would be so weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, what if what? I wasn't fucking awesome? <laughs> there, uh, I was watching these commercials yesterday on on Get Played. We were talking about the Donald Trump Pizza Hut commercials, uh -huh. and because yeah. and he was he was kind of their spokesperson for a while. Was it the Big New Yorker? It was for or the Big crust. New Yorker. Yeah, and he eats the pizza crust first because it had the stuffed crust too oh, yeah. and uh we were positing that they like had to come up with crust uh, stuffed crust pizza because that's how he eats pizza anyway and they had to justify <laughs> why he would do that <laughs> i like yeah from the back always he like yeah, ate it wrong one time back. yeah and then it was just like no that's actually how i meant to do it this is and how everybody I do should it. do it that way <laughs> yeah i'm normal you're you're insane <laughs> yeah 
Because <laughs> his style is to just scrape the toppings off. He just eats the toppings. He likes yeah. it in a bowl. He'd rather it in a bowl. Yeah, the old like, pizza bowl. Yeah, just <laughs> scrape the good parts off. Which yeah. I, I feel like that was a was Bread a product yucky. that was launched at some point by just a the pizza good parts? chain. Just the pe- like a pizza bowl. Like I think Papa bowl. Papa John's did Papa it. Papa John. Yeah. Which again feels like something nasty creations. Yeah. <laughs> Very nasty. The people <laughs> at Papa John's. Are Wait, nasty. there was a pizza. Wait, what? What was in it? It was just toppings. I think. It's it was like just cheese like, sauce, pepperoni. My life. Yeah. yeah. You probably but want think, it to be a little more vegetable forward to be eating something like that, but it's there probably not that many in there. Oh, but it my does God, again right, feel yeah. like this is Trump <laughs> like getting yeah. involved somehow. <laughs> Here's what you do, Papa. He calls him the Papa. Invisible hand behind <laughs> the pizza chain world. It, it truly is like the Italian meats trio Papa Bowl is just pepperoni, sausage, meatballs stopped, topped with three cheeses and Italian seasoning <laughs> baked That's to a... perfection in our signature sugar sauce. Mm. Ugh. That does seem uniquely American, though, does it not? Like, like, oh, yeah. Just yeah. That, like that type of food, the fact that that counts as food. Well, it's because it's so childish. Like, that's what America, yeah. like, we're shamelessly indulge our childish impulses where it's like, I don't yeah. want to eat the pizza. I just want the goo on the top part. Exactly. And we're like, yeah, okay, fine. Meanwhile, the rest of the world is like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, the Who fact that you can get, like, like, truffle mac and cheese and, like, act like it's not a dish for children. Yeah. Is, like, <laughs> Yeah, or like you go to you get a Starbucks and you get a Trenta sized frappuccino, yeah. a little like, milkshake, yeah. a little you need midday a wine bottle. That's a this the capacity of a wine bottle, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, well, we'll just sit back. We'll have a couple bottles of bottles of wine. Yeah, okay. three, four yeah. bottles of frappuccino. You know, frappuccino. We have four or five bottles of frappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. Yeah. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about today. Uh, we got some good news out of a Montana court. So yeah. we're going to talk about that with as regards climate change. Mm-hmm. And as regards. The future Indeed. of the planet. As yes. regards. Uh, Ron DeSantis is just like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Clearly, I won. Let's just move on here. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. So uh, I, I'm trying to shoehorn a video game story in. Ooh. Since, Matt, you are a video game dude. I'm a gamer guy. As as they're called. A game yeah. dude. Shout out Game Dude, the best video game store in LA. Yeah. Is that oh, real? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's in North Hollywood. It's like a big warehouse and they have fucking everything. Like game you can go get you can so get that good. Genesis shit right there. The the cartridges are crisp. That has to have come come on online like late eighties, early nineties. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Game like, dude, I, is such I a great have been name. going there since the early nineties, like since ninety two. Whoa. Yeah. I'm a bit of a game, dude. Oh, yeah. All that plenty more. But first, Matt, what is something from your search history? Okay, well, yesterday I was Googling The Walking Dead and I kind of went down like a rabbit hole because I fell off of the show and I used to love the comics and I was like, oh, do I like get back into this? But now I see that there are like four spinoff shows that I just didn't <laughs> just didn't watch and the show ended in its 11th season. I was like, there's just no way... I'm going to be able to do There's now like a Star Trek amount right. of Walking <laughs> Dead that I'm just never going to, I probably never will get catch back up. But I was just kind of seeing what each one of them was. So a lot of the searches is just like the various like Wikipedia entries for each show. Right. And then yeah. like, why does that person have a strange name? And I was like, oh, I've seen them in this and this and this or whatever. And so it's, I kind of just went down a walk, a Walking Dead rabbit hole was the most recent. How many recent Googling. Walking 
like how many there's like fear the walking dead there's right? fear the walking dead there's dead city which is a sequel to the walking dead there's okay. the uh um daryl dixon show that's also a sequel there's a prequel isn't there uh, there's uh, there's what's it called? Oh shoot, let me pull it up. Let Dude, me pull Tales it up. of the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead World Beyond. Yes, yeah, that one is like uh, story set in, in the future or something. And then there's a new oh, there's a new one coming out that brings back Rick Grimes and and Michonne, and that one I believe is called The People Who Live or something like that. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah, it's or The Ones Who Live is coming in 2024. Because they were going to, wow. they Andrew Lincoln left the show, and they were going to do these movies with him as Rick Grimes, and he was going to be like a blockbuster like action hero, basically. Uh-huh. And they just never did that. <laughs> they just like never did. So <laughs> they took him out of the show. He's like the best guy there, uh, and he's like the lead of the comic book series too. And yeah. they took him out of the show. They're like, we got to be, we got to put him in movies. Yeah. And then they just never did it. And now they're bringing him back for a spinoff series after the show has ended. Weird. Yeah. It's like the character left TV to pursue a film career. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, usually it's like the actor, yeah. like Clooney leaves ER to pursue a film career. You yeah. not really see like the character and it like it fails to launch. Yeah. Like, oh. but there's just too many now. And I am interested in catching up, but I just don't know if I'll, I just don't know if I'll do all that. <laughs> yeah. When did you yeah. like what is there is there a season that they consider like the peak cuz I stopped watching after Frank Darabont was like off it. I was like, ah, I, I stuck with it for a while. I actually probably did I was thinking about this yesterday and I was like, when did I stop watching it? Like cuz I there was a, a consensus or where I or at least I thought I was like the show has kind of fallen off but I'm still watching it. Like I right. I kind of stick with shows even if I don't love it. Same. Like, I watched all of Dexter. Like, I've seen every Dexter. Wow. Yeah. Are you going to watch? Because that's a expanded television universe that's coming, right? I can't watch. Oh, did you watch the new shit, too? I watched the new one, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. did they make amends for just the... I mean, once it ended, I was like, all right, yeah, fuck you, too. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for nothing. This, I, I, thought, I thought the new thing, I can't remember what it was called. I thought it was pretty good compared to the final season of of how it ended right. but i don't think they can ever capture the the heights of the john lithgow season like oh, that yeah, was just yeah, like yeah. such that was like lightning in a bottle the show was not that good before no. that and never as good after, after that like it Especially was kind when, of just like a lucky strike kind of when edward yeah. james almost was a fucking figment of yeah motherfuckers yeah. i was like you really went that deep in the season to be like sorry y'all this was just some fake shit this yeah. is a figment of the motherfuckers i was like this is Terrible, right? Anyway, is, is so that, when, did, when did Walking Dead peak? Just so I know when to go up to. I, I feel like when Negan comes, when Je- uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan comes into the series, that's like, it's 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 huge in the comics too. Like he's such a presence and he's such a like dominant figure in the series. And he's such like a, like just a top villain, I think. Yeah. That like, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan's performance in it is so, so great that it, it it i think it elevated it to quite a bit cuz also like you're 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 used to the core group at that point and right. you're like oh shit now he's in here and he's going to you know if you're familiar with the comics uh, start getting some rbis but um he uh, like he, he's the baseball bat guy yeah he's he's a big baseball bat guy let's say <laughs> uh-huh. and uh let's say he hits dingers this guy uh-huh, okay. but um he they sort of i don't know 
they they he does it and then he's around for a little bit but then they like i heard they like make him good and like i don't think i don't remember if the comics ever made him good but then you know i i stuck through it with until andrew lincoln left i was like you know what i think we're good here this is fine i I think i'm done thanks though and that was probably like season six season seven or something and it went like five more seasons (laughs) like oh shit okay well good to know yeah yeah Round six. Yeah. When I get off. Are they all like kind of of the same quality? Like that, because it seems, yeah. Like that, that's the impression I get. Like The Walking Dead and then like Dead City and, yeah. The, the I spinoff watched... shows also seem to be like all named by somebody who was like trying to come up with it. Like he had 15 minutes to come up with the, yeah. the names of every. Uh, series yeah. red machine for the next 20 years yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like okay we're just gonna i'm just gonna rapid fire some off just like uh, let's there's go. A, of yeah. course the ones who live yeah uh, which you know. doesn't sound like that sounds like a daytime soap like it doesn't right. sound like it's yeah. part of the walking dead universe right. or just like a plot description yeah like, yeah, it's yeah. The, this is about the ones who live um, you could call it like the final girls or like you know some <laughs> yeah. some rap- no no it's just like the they're the ones who like the li- ones who live from the uh what other part where the people just died. a bunch of bunch of harry yeah. potter walking around <laughs> right but I, I i think there i haven't i don't know anybody that watched the spinoffs and were like these are as good like these, these are, are like, yeah. yeah these yeah, are yeah, these yeah. are of similar quality because like, like the frank darabont season was kind of like its own thing because yeah. it was like pretty serious and not that the other shows became like uh, less serious or whatever but they became pulpier i think sure. like his was more of a grounded take and his like after that it became just like a horror like right you know sort of just like blockbustery type of like show yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I was all about the art when it comes to zombie apocalypse. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was sorry. more. Uh, yeah, it was. It was more. Uh, yeah, like it was cinema as compared yes. to uh, you know the MCU of the uh, <laughs> of the Walking Dead universe, <laughs> Dead City. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to Dead City. Whoa. Everybody in this city's dead. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what's something you think is overrated, Matt? Okay, so y- you. <laughs> You immediately had beef with this as soon as I yeah I told I, you I ahead of time. Chat. Oh, you haven't revised? Yeah, no, I haven't I, I, revised this is, it. This is not it. Jack is not pulled it. out a switchblade and licked the fucking blade. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, oh, yeah. No, and I opened like one, stick. and it was a it was a comb, and I was like, oh, I'm <laughs> like, so, eh, so not prepared. Boy. Yeah, you're like, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. Yeah, ow. Um, but <laughs> I think of of the big candies. Mm-hmm. Wow. Reese's peanut butter cups are overrated. And the, I'm going to go ahead and give you this grace. I'm not talking about the little guys. I'm talking okay. about the regular sized ones. And the the ratio is off. Interesting. It doesn't too work much peanut butter? I think so. Too Whereas, much peanut butter. But like the, the, the little ones, you know the ones that I'm talking about. Like you get yeah, them yeah, in yeah, the yeah, little yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. The little, not the, the minis, but like the little guys. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. I'll have That's, one of those a year and be like, that was great. Wow, <laughs> and then I, can, so I, cannot eat, I cannot eat any more than that. Have you had the big, <laughs> the king size, like the big cup? Oh, yeah. Do you think I'm going to go big when I think the regular size <laughs> is the bad one? Well, but I will tell you that their <laughs> chocolate ratio is a little bit more similar to the little guy chocolate okay. ratio, just like blown up to a trenta scale. Uh, you mean like okay. the one that's so like 14 got, pounds? Yeah, yeah, or like the one that's like fourteen <laughs> oh. slices that look. They like, got look like a f- they got Wayne Zelinsky in the lab. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's the size of a you know average laptop. 
Okay. Is, is like the or no, it's 14 or inches. I think the, the the diameter was 14 inches for that one. And it like sold out instantly again because America's filled with people who are like, yeah, I want big Reese's cup. Yeah. I'm You're just like, talking about the ones that are called the big cup, I think, or something. The big oh, cup. They're probably oh, what, like hockey yeah. puck yeah. size kind of. But yeah. The ones that have like the chips in them and shit, those yeah. are fucking go- those yeah. are good. Those are good. Potato chips, the pretzels. Come I on. didn't I didn't know I because like, I don't keep up with with Dude, the product line. Like I gotta the, I gotta get in there and see I'll the try walking, the big one. These are the walking dead spin-offs of the Reese's <laughs> peanut butter cup. You know I'll, what I mean? Because I'll, I'll check in on what's going on and you know, I'll try a new M M&M. M. M&M's yeah. got a new flavor every couple of years or something. They'll yeah, do the, the pretzel. brownie one was kind yeah. of... Do you, have you, tried, did you try the brownie one? I tried the brownie one and I tried... They had like a pepper one. Like a... like Not peppermint, but like a spicy one. And I was no, like, I'll try really? this. What? It was bad, but I, I tried yeah. it. <laughs> they shouldn't that's have always, done it. That's what I do every time I go to like the pharmacy. Like if I go to yeah. like CVS or some shit. Because that's yeah. usually where like you can... Like once I walk, they have... they. Perfectly place all that bullshit like yeah. in there. When I'm Here's like, the I'm like, oh, just, candy. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, fuck it. I'll buy three bags of whatever the fuck M M&M, this whatever yeah. cross abomination. <laughs> yeah, I'm all like birthday cake, fucking Hershey kisses and shit. Yeah, it's wild. I, you know what? Know. Birthday cake. They don't have to do that. I think that, that's it, becoming overrated. To be yeah, that's a little too much. And if I had to revise it, and I don't think I'm allowed to, I do think I would probably say birthday cake instead of Reese's. But since I can't revise it and I'm not being allowed to do that, it is going to be <laughs> still Yeah, this Reese's, will be on your tomb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did get an official ruling. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's already it. etched into my gravestone, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. Not, it's not, not a whole lot I can do about it. <laughs> Matt yeah. Apodaca, and then underneath. Didn't know shit about candy. <laughs> yeah, big candy <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> Sorry, man. We kind of had to go hard on that. that stuff, yeah, but... it sucks that it's uh, I'm being roasted, but you yeah. know what? Posthumously, yeah. It yeah, is it's, it, it is what it is. I can't I can't defend myself. I'm dead. <laughs> go I, go off. I just have to say this out loud because it's like in my head now. You're really <laughs> mad at me, and <laughs> I'm so mad at you, and I want you off the show right now. <laughs> the show's over. You're no, so uh, mad. Have. have People talked about how your name is like what like perfect to be pronounced by E forty before. No, I've not heard that. I've heard you haven't? it's hard to pronounce. West Coast, yeah. You guys nailed it right away, which was fantastic. How would E forty say it? Apodaca. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> if I ever meet It's like Pascal Siakam. I it's... thought you were doing Christopher Walking, like Apodaca. Yeah. That's good wow. too. I would yeah. like anyone who has a specific way of speaking, if you would like to take a crack at my last name, I know Watkins listening. Yeah. yeah. Go off. I'd love to hear it. But it has to be because you talk a specific way, not because you're gonna have fun saying it in a in the wrong way. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You have to be like, yeah, William Shatner's gotta say it. Actually, you know what? Shatner, keep my name out of your mouth. I don't need to talk about it. <laughs> and you've said that. You've been saying it. I've been saying it. I was like, if Shatner ever mentions me, it's on site. That's it. Wow. Yeah. It's ugly. It's ugly, I think. Yeah, you said. Shatner can catch the hands. I'll, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, my, my first instinct was just to go like Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka Flame. Like, oh, that's really good. Daka. Apadak Duvalier. Apodaca. I thought you were going to yeah. say that most of the word podcast is in my last name, which is true. No, nah, we don't. Yeah. We're, yeah, that's yeah, no, you're clearly an industry plant. 
Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Matt, <laughs> a podcasta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea wasn't really thought of until they got to me and they're like, wait a second. <laughs> Let's fuck? start this. Let's make everybody who would ever actually make money from it do that first. Yeah. And then we'll get him in there. <laughs> but you know, every, everybody's plan. been saying that behind your back. You know, yeah. that you're the Billie Eilish of podcasting. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And you know from. what? I'm ha- that's that's good company for me. I'm happy. I'm happy with yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's, it is. I mean, yeah, that's extremely fine. talented. But yeah, <laughs> if I was as good as her <laughs> at podcasts, the industry would be uh, different, baby. That's yeah. right. What is something you think is underrated? Okay, I don't know if you guys are going to agree, but I do think that when people talk about movies and they talk about trilogies and they talk about like sacred trilogies, this mm. one gets left off. Nobody's really talking about this one in that same conversation. And I think it deserves to be up there with some of the greats. And it's the more recent <laughs> Planet of the Apes trilogy, starting with Rise, Dawn, and and War of the mm-hmm. Planet of the Apes. I think all three of those movies fucking whip ass. They're so good. <laughs> I really enjoyed the first two. The third one got good reviews. Yeah. And I didn't see it. And I don't, and I love movies. And for some reason, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, there was just something about the culture at the yeah. time that was just like, yeah, I don't know, man. We're kind of over the shit. Well, you want to see, see Monkey Ride a Horse? Come on. What are you, an idiot? Not even just Monkey Ride a Horse. Monkey Ride a Horse jumping through fire shooting machine guns. Yeah. It yeah. was rules. It was, that's that, if that movie came out now, that's the only thing people would be talking about this year. They'd be like, I saw <laughs> this fucking crazy thing happen what, in a movie. They should, yeah. they should just rebrand it as like Apes on Cocaine. <laughs> and then you'll yeah, be absolutely. like, yo! Because <laughs> like, is War of the Planet of the Apes when they have the showdown on the suspension bridge? Yeah. Or is that the second I think, one? I think so. Well, there's a lot of like, well, like gorillas, like where the gorillas pull up and they're like, "Yo, watch me throw some, like, bring a helicopter." Okay, down yeah, that is the second one. Yes, because they are have retreated into the woods. They're further away from San Francisco in war. They're, they're like somewhere else completely. I think. Right, right. Because right. the first one is primarily in San Francisco. Oh yeah, Rise has the Rise yeah. has the suspension bridge. Yeah, and That's then right. they get in there. The second one, they sort of now are more talking and know that they're still humans. And then war is like. It's wars. Oh, I, I, crazy. I didn't miss that one. Yeah, with Woody Harrelson like leading all these the fucking humans and shit. Yeah, it's it's fucking great. It's so good. And Gary Oldman's in the second one. It's got some star power behind these wow. uh, behind these ones. They're good. I went and saw the second one. I was like, no notes. These seem to be getting like way. The first one I really enjoyed. The second one I was like, this is like way better. Yeah, like, yeah. I can the only imagine fine. what the third one's going to be like. Yeah, and then I didn't see it. Same. And, like, I, it's yeah, like so the good. very rare blockbuster that's like gets good reviews that I just like didn't see. So I don't know what it was. That yeah. Like just, but I am part of the problem. I will it's, admit. Here. They're, they're, I think give it a spin. Check it out. I think it's so good. And I think it's like, I don't know. Steve Zahn plays a monkey in the, in war. Yeah, he does. And I'm a, I'm a big Zahn head. I love Steve yeah. Zahn. Yeah. And yeah, he's, he's perfect. so good in it. I loved him in uh, this season of Gemstones. He's I when I found out that he was in it, I was like, "Let's, I'm ready yeah. for Steve Zahn to take over. I'm ready." I thought it was going to happen after White Lotus, and I thought yeah. he was going to be in a bunch of stuff. I have a big pitch for him, and uh, maybe I shouldn't say. Uh, I think I think he should be in a season of Fargo, and I think that he'll bring home some hardware. I think he'll oh, fucking yeah. rip. In a, oh yeah, in yeah, just yeah. A, a limited totally drama, poised. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. We're ready for the Renaissance, but he does need to have a little interlude. Where, yeah. yeah. It's it's interesting that he I didn't know he was in the third Planet of the Apes. Does he play 
human or he plays a monkey. He plays like an ape that they did like experiments on. Mm. And so, but he's like kind of, he, so he's kind of like fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because... is he the one in the trailer that looks like all hairless and shit? Yeah, like, he wears a jacket because yeah. he doesn't have any hair because he's, and he wears a jacket because oh. he's cold. But, but he's really funny in the movie. Oh, wait, is that the one where they said it was dressed like Duray McKesson? Oh, I don't know. Because <laughs> do you remember yes. this, Jack? I remember we were talking about this, that yeah, like yeah. one of them, like he was wearing like a blue, like padded vest type shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, so he does jacket? wear a vest in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember when we were covering this, I remember, damn, this is how fucking back the show was going where people were like, that monkey is dressed like Duray McKesson. And everyone like, was like, what are you saying? What? Assholes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, but he has a moment in White Lotus where he like does like ape man an ape man thing that was oh, like yeah, kind of a right. weird like he gets drunk and then starts being like ooh, ooh, and like pounding his chest he brought it he he used that he's using different parts yeah he's God. that's why he's just so good yeah zonasance and i know that they're making they're going to be making some renaissance too. renaissance yeah yeah they're going to continue from war into whatever else and like they, 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 this the thing that is good about these movies is that it it shouldn't work because <laughs> You know what it's building to. You like the Planet right. of the Apes is such a famous movie, and like everybody knows the story of the movie. It's yeah. not on paper interesting how they get to that point where somebody, you know, where Charlton Heston comes back and is like, "Get your hands off me, you damn dirty ape." That's right. not interesting. But every single one of them tells us such a a cool story. Yeah, like an escalation yeah. in it. Yeah, it rocks. Sure. They're so good. That's amazing. Yeah, All right, I love this. Them. Is a great underrated. I'm not going to comment on your overrated, but this is a great underrated. It's okay. I know that you're mad and um, no, I, 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 there's nothing I can do about it. I but think I know that's that probably right. I, th I think the only reason that I don't have that same take on Reese's Peanut Butter Cups is that I, I partake in all the different varieties. And so I can, when, when I'm feeling a little over peanut buttered, I can always go to the, the king cup. Yeah. And, you know? and, I, and I, I don't always, I'll, I'll always give it a try. Because yeah. they're around. Like, oh, like yeah. sometimes I, I'm like, I want a little piece of candy. Oh, I got Reese's here. I don't love that. Let me see if I if it's changed. And every single time I take a <laughs> bite, I'm like, I don't like it that much. <laughs> I will say, you should just stop trying. Because nobody <laughs> it doesn't sound else like I like them. in the world doesn't, doesn't seem like you like them. Yeah. And nobody else in the world sees that and is like, oh, man, Reese's. Everybody else is like, hell yeah, yeah they got a I'm Reese's ruining cup. it for somebody that wants one. I'm taking yeah. one bite and tossing oh. it in the dang trash. Yes, absolutely. All right. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk about some news. We'll be right back. Zeit Gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system. Or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, I had a bustling retail business, and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. 
And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier. Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. And yeah. this is actually going to be a full Reese's show. I guess there's climate change news, but Miles was checking out the so new Reese's lineup and see Reese's cream. Have you had Reese's creamy? No. First Reese's crunchy? Fuck out of here. What? Wow. Cr- crunchy, I could fuck with. I could give that a, a whirl. They did one where they put the creamy? Reese's cereal puffs in it. Oh, okay. Creamy as in like creamy too. peanut no, no, butter. No, 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 no. No, that's a different one. Yeah, the one is creamy peanut butter versus crunchy I thought it was peanut like, butter. Like a cream. Anyway. Oh, yeah. God. For your can, I, can, can I comment on the cereal real quick? Yeah. Please. I always felt like as a as a person of color, I always thought that that cereal was exclusively marketed to people of color and because ne- there's never white children in the commercials. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was like, what and, is going on here? This is and just if a you cereal look, for us. The puffs are like really on point in terms yeah. of skin tone. Like these are real skin tones. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so no, like, no. I quite literally see myself in the cereal. <laughs> yeah. So in that sense, it was drawing me like a moth to the flame. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, this cereal is not for white children. <laughs> I know. I think they th- those commercials really were. They're like, you ain't cool enough to eat this shit, white yeah. kids. <laughs> Go back to your tricks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because this shit definitely ain't for kids. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't for this mark ass, ass kids like you. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, one was like, wasn't it like a wrap in one? Yeah, Reese's like, Puffs, oh. Reese's Puff, peanut butter yeah. chocolate flavor. <laughs> oh, man, I didn't Uh-oh. I missed these. Well, I think yeah, I was like is, too just, old yeah, to yeah. have been around when the this was being. I think you they were like made when kid. I was like. Yeah, this I, I was like listening to radio, ads, okay. like Jer- the Geritol radio hour. <laughs> no, I, but like I think these hit when I was like in middle school, so I wasn't like watching Saturday morning cartoons anymore. Yeah, see, oh, this there's the one issue. white homie. There's okay. the one white homie with the two. They black gave guys. him the yeah. They they invited him, but like very, but he plays a very like tertiary role in it because like yeah. the main action between the two black guys were like, yeah, this shit is good. Look, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. He's lucky to be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then like afterwards, they're like, don't think you can start using the N-word, Brad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because like, you okay, like the okay, cereal. Okay. Just you were just part of the commercial. 
Yeah. yeah. And then this one too. Yeah, it's true. I mean, look, Reese's, maybe they were, they've been a civil rights leader this whole time. Yeah, and you know what? That's why I'll always vow to take at least one bite of any Reese's cup I see, even if I don't like it. There you go. And that's, that's why like neoliberalism works. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's because there's money being spent to change hearts and minds via Reese's commercials. Right, exactly. Same way I'll eat Little Caesars because the owner paid for Rosa Parks' rent. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That's right. Like, All right, I see I you. Salute I salute you. you. Uh, salute the champions. But anyway, good news. Shall we move on to? Yeah, let's talk about some good news. So despite the ongoing tragedy in Maui, or on Maui, uh, it, it seems like we have like an actual bit of good news on the climate front. So this judge in Montana ruled in favor of a group of young plaintiffs, like between ages like five and up to like around 22 or 21, uh, that sued the state basically to change the state's laws, underscoring their right to live in a, you know, fucking healthy world. They basically argued that their constitutional rights were being trampled on, like being trampled on. Because the state, like, actually legally mandates a policy that, uh, you know, cr- like, prioritizes fossil fuel use and also, like, the development of fossil fuel use. So, like, it's just very, like, yeah, it's on our books. We love fucking gasoline yeah. and dino juice. Right. And there's also <laughs> a part of the, those, like, mandates that actually make the state literally ignore the impact of fossil fuel use and greenhouse gas emissions. They're like, don't even look at that shit. It's our policy in the state of Montana. So basically, they went full earth fuck, and the plaintiffs <laughs> argued that the Montana Constitution grants them the right to a clean and healthful environment, also like, you know, dignity, health and safety, happiness, equal protection under the law. And they're saying this shit, if you're mandating this kind of nonsense, that completely that's violating our constitutional right. Yeah. And the judge heard enough, ruled in their favor and has now enjoined the state from implementing these laws in the future. So it's done. So a very small thing. But many people are pointing to the fact that this is really significant. Yeah. And like a lot of policy people see this as a new tool to fight back because when all the facts and science and like are presented along with the impacts on the future generations, there seems to be a consensus that this amounts to a true constitutional violation that has to be considered. Yeah. Like it, it's, it should be against the law for them to poison the future <laughs> right yeah it's, yeah. it's just because like i think it's abstract where it's like well you yeah. can't dump radioactive waste by a school like it's the same thing where it's like well we're not seeing it now so shit's just going in the air that who knows yeah. what impact that has and now that they're articulating it it's yeah it's 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 really just, just pointing out that the current laws actually like mandate that you do <laughs> destroy the earth yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think it's an easy one it was a, probably the easiest one to go for because you're like they're literally saying ignore the fucking science here. Yeah. Like at our detriment. Like, so, so what gives? Something I like about this story is that it includes that the ages of the plaintiffs, were, the plaintiffs were five to 22. Like it's like making it possible that it was the five year old that was like, we got to do something about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, 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 get off your fucking PlayStation. I yeah, got something yeah, to say. Yeah. I'm five years old and I'm looking at my outlook and I'm, yeah. I'm feeling fucked over. Yeah. Y'all. Yeah. And then they're like, OK, let him cook. Let him cook. He's yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He, <laughs> he, does he need a nap? No, he's, he's being really no. serious. OK. No, he just yeah, had yeah. one. He just had yeah. one. That's why he's so energetic right <laughs> now. Yeah, he's just arguing in front of the judge. Yeah. Right. Your honor. Like, you know, my not honor. Pronouncing his yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they turned to W's. Climate change. Um, yeah, climate change. <laughs> but it does seem to be like something inherent. Like, I don't know. This is definitely anecdotal, but it feels like young children are just like, 
Yeah, no, I'm like a vegetarian because why wouldn't I be? Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. you're six. What yeah. are you talking about? But they're just, they, it seems like through just living in a world that is like completely deranged and completely fucking the future. That, yeah. Like the message is getting to them despite the best efforts of kind of the mainstream media. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how a little kid could look around now and be like this seems fine <laughs> like it's like everything <laughs> is just good. so markedly bad that like kids today have to be like hmm yeah what 10 years left i'll be 16 let's see if yeah. i can try to fix this thing <laughs> like i'm i it's weird too like how my empathy like i used to be like man these young kids don't know we was out here on bicycles and shit mm-hmm. pre-computer yeah. man shit was you could get you know it was fucking beautiful yeah you used there to go still- around to playgrounds and say yeah. that shit just- yeah yeah. <laughs> Y'all yeah. don't fucking know. We push the kid over now. It's my turn on the swing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then, like, now I'm truly like, damn, these kids aren't going to know some of the things. Like, I look at my own little baby and I'm like, this, I don't even know what the fuck his world is going to look like compared yeah. to the shit that I had. And I'm like, damn, like, it's, that's kind of an L. And now you realize, you know, this is truly like, this is the real fight that has to, that, is taking place because this isn't the only place where lawsuits like this are happening. There's yeah. one in Hawaii, like in their other states, because again, this seems like a pretty good tool to use to try and counteract dino juice addiction. Yeah. <laughs> it, it feels, and it, again, like as we talked about in our episode about Ministry for the Future, like we are in a unique position being inside the United States. Like we're in the belly of the beast, and like other countries are you know, already kind of working with the new reality and just yeah. like enacting policies. But the U.S. is still in this bizarre cognitive dissonance spiral. Yeah. And then we're like, why is everyone so unhappy? And it's like, right. well, because like there's a very clear reality that everyone's having to just like lock out and ignore to like get through their day to day lives. Yeah, <laughs> it's, absolutely. It's not good for you. It can't be good for you. No, no. Yeah, the ocean's boiling in Florida. Like, like yeah. people are just like, ah, oh, I just won't think about that. <laughs> like, well, <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> I'll just think about how my I got third degree burns from walking on the sidewalk. Yeah, it's yeah. so hot outside. Kid me, dude. We're going hot tubbing in the ocean. It's fucking tight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's so tight, cool. It's so <laughs> just can't stand for more than ten minutes, or else. <laughs> yeah, like your Dissolve. heart will stop. Yeah, you'll yeah, actually yeah. cook from the inside. Yeah, so <laughs> like, uh, you only want to get in there for just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. you're not on blood thinners, are you? <laughs> yeah oh yeah don't we need your blood thick in there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that metaphor about like the frog and the boiling water like that's actually not a metaphor anymore that's yeah. Just, yeah. Like, look at all these frogs the reality are cooked. <laughs> you need to get the fuck out of there now <laughs> well speaking of florida let's check in down there real quick mm-hmm. ron DeSantis. this is like i i'm enjoying ron DeSantis's campaign i did not <laughs> think i would no. heading in but man he is bad at this And just there's not a true like note. He is not. He has yet to hit like a note that wasn't just like, you know, completely off and sour, (laughs) just sour and like false and completely like incapable of connecting with humans in any way. And then like every headline that comes out every week is some version of like people like Ron DeSantis till they fucking meet him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. You know, like, like, what must this be doing to his there's so many permutations of that? Another one's like, is Ron DeSantis's biggest problem Ron DeSantis? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's so funny, cause like I feel like a lot of these guys come out of the woodwork, like even like like 
you know, they start talking, they start campaigning, and then they just like reveal themselves to be the biggest freaks on earth. Like, yeah. like, like a couple of years ago when I didn't know, I mean, I was blessed to not know who Ted Cruz was. And then he yeah. shows up and then he's just like the biggest dweeb on planet earth. Yeah. It's like, this guy fucking sucks. Like, he's like, not even like, not, not that like his policies would be better if he was cool, but like, he can't even <laughs> pretend to be like right. a normal man. Well, yeah, he's just like, there's, he has like every terrible flaw. Like he's a coward, like yeah. on top of being like a racist and like violently yeah. ignorant is like, he doesn't stand for any, not even his own wife. You're like, who yeah, are you? He ate a booger. To? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Ron DeSantis now he's like trying to fucking write the ship. Like he's trying to be like, I, the optics are so bad around everything I do. Like yeah. I need fucking help. <laughs> and he recently proclaimed that he's moved on from his feud with Disney which is one of the central conflicts that has made him look like the most petulant asshole out there. Yeah. And so, again, just to break it down again, if you recall, Disney decided to speak up way too late in the game when DeSantis decided to roll out his don't say gay bill. And people were like, uh, Disney's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, th this is bad. And people were like, thank you. <laughs> it was weeks late, but thank you for saying something. This upset Rob, and he decided to nullify Disney's, like, autonomous zone in Orlando and install his own puppet board, and there's all this, like, legal fucking maneuvering. This led Disney to file a lawsuit against DeSantis and the state for what they described as, quote, a targeted campaign of government retaliation. True. And this led a, a, to a, just a ton of people roasting him. Like, even Donald Trump's like, oh, you got in a fight with Mickey Mouse, and you got humiliated. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> no, everyone was just fucking roasting his ass. And now... His latest quotes about it, he's like trying to act like this whole thing wasn't an L the whole time. This is the last thing he just said on CNBC. We've basically moved on. They're suing the state of Florida and they're going to lose that lawsuit. So what I would say is drop the lawsuit. So yes. all we want to do is treat everybody yes. the same and let's move forward. I'm totally fine with that, but I'm not fine with giving extraordinary privileges, you know, to one special company at the exclusion of everybody else. This guy really just pulled the middle school like, I'm winning this fight, so you <laughs> might as well yeah. just Stop. walk away. He's, beat you up really He's bad, Tim dude. Robinson in the opening sketch of season three. When I start to lose, I look at my phone. Phone, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, truly, it really doesn't feel like we're like in middle school, like kids like talking shit. Then someone claps back and makes them look like an absolute fool. And then they go, I'm actually, I'm over it. Actually, like I wasn't even happy. Like this wasn't even a fight anyway. Yeah. Right. Like, come on, Rob. <laughs> Fuck That's, right off. It's impressive. Like I've just that, that we've gotten to a place where this was like the great hope for defeating Donald Trump. And he's just, he's so bad. Every, he can't like, can't make a move that doesn't make him look like absolute shit. Yeah. He's just he's just a, a device, as Chris Crofton would say. You know what I mean? Like he just kind of goes where like the shitty wind blows, and he has no real thought. And like so, he's just trying to like he's just grasping at a ton of shit. And yeah, he's like sideshow Bob stepping on rakes, but like as a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. All right, sure. let's take a let's take another quick break, and we'll come back and talk about some pop culture. We'll be right back. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. 
well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER And we're back. And let's talk video games. Hey, we we, ra- we so rarely do it on this yeah. podcast. Do you guys not game? Uh, Miles games. I game. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm right now. I'm like losing so many a lot of time playing Civilization Six on Switch. Right. Oh, now. interesting. Okay. I used yeah. to love playing on the computer, and I was like, oh, this is, I'm gonna just download this real quick. It was a plain game, and then now I've like I love. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I game, baby. You game. Okay, I'm you game. Here. Yeah, yeah. Console or otherwise, just not on PC. I have the Switch. I play uh, Wordle. You play Wordle yeah. on Switch? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm a pretty serious gamer. That's so we well, don't that's, need to get into that. That's really cool that you have, like, probably the only Switch that has Wordle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. see how yeah. he holds it, too. You see how he holds it vertically. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a cell yeah. phone. No, that's, that's cool. I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. you have a game that you like, and that's cool mm-hmm. that you have Wordle on Switch. It's like such a unique... Um, <laughs> that's really cool for you. <laughs> I like to play the New York Times crossword puzzle on Switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> guys, we're going to have to talk offline. I don't think you I'm know what a game Switch is. <laughs> I think this guy is lying. I, the important thing to know no, is to I'm a gamer. Yeah. Pe- people like me. So <laughs> there's, there's a Sim game... A city planning sim style video game. So here's the thing about me. I will listen to a video game podcast describe mm-hmm. video games to me that I've never played and that I probably never will play. Mm-hmm. And I find it very interesting to hear about video games. Mm-hmm. I, I find the promise very interesting. You know, I, yeah, that's a lot of we get that feedback a lot. When yeah. people are like, I don't even play video games. I just like the show and hearing you guys talk yeah. about them. And I'm just like, that's, that's, I love it. That's great. I don't understand, but I, I, I love it. I, Cause it's I don't like, yeah. listen, I don't seek out things that I don't do myself to, like, I don't listen to podcasts about like 
pottery. welding or whatever. Or like, yeah. I, like, because <laughs> I don't have an interest in it. But, right. um, but it hats off to all the welders out there. I think there. it's like, it's also like the Twitch thing too, where I was always yeah. amazed. I'm like, motherfuckers are just watching people. Like, I'm like, no, give me the controller. Yeah. yeah. But then you and sit then down and you watch it and you're like, I'm to... just like more captivated by this than yeah. any TV show I watched this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, it's right. the way he makes the characters talk shit to each other in Red Dead, though. Yeah. <laughs> He's always picking, yeah, the saltiest responses. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so th- this game, like people are talking about how City Skylines 2 is coming out. I, I guess the first one came out in 2015. It sold like 12 million copies since coming out. And it's like a city planning sim game. The, the video that I watched, I watched two videos, and mm-hmm. I will tell you which of them I recommend. <laughs> one in one, a guy builds a town on top of a volcano and just absolutely, oh, yeah. repeatedly, continuously pelts his city with meteors, meteor strikes. Mm-hmm. And his solution for storing his town's sewage is to put it all in the volcano. And then it doesn't, doesn't end well. Oh my god! Wait, so that, for like the sanitation, whatever department, like he just routes all of it to go yeah. into like the fucking into the volcano. <laughs> I'll just burn okay. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then by the end, there's a huge catastrophe. And then the other one was like an actual city planner being like, "All right, so I'm gonna like do do this and see how it compares with the real." Yeah. Thing. And that one is boring. <laughs> yeah. Burn the yeah. shit with magma. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I mean, if you could weaponize magma. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Or use it as a way to deal with the, you know, refuse of yeah. your citizens. Yeah. Why We're not? not using magma enough, I think. And that's something Absolutely. that yeah. I think we should do. That probably has no ramifications on the climate. I think we should probably switch to magma. Yeah. yeah. There, what's the, is it Greenland or Iceland? What, one of those that's like mostly volcanic powered, like the whole, the whole, I think it's Iceland is yeah. like, the, everything is like just pipes that are working with underground magma. Oh, geothermal, like man. Shit, yeah. Geothermal wow. energy. Anyways, it's a possibility that we should all be looking into, but there's like, there's cool stuff. Like you have, you can build like hydroelectric dams and windmills and, you know, f- figure out how you want to power things. But it seems like for this second one, they are taking a turn more towards the actual city planning uh-huh. like version. And well, there's going to be- Can you still do volcanoes and shit though? I'm hoping you can still do volcanoes. Yeah, probably. Okay. But I think they're adding more of an economic element to it. And now your city can uh, go broke. There will be like waves of layoffs. There will be homelessness epidemics in Mm -hmm. cities. Yeah, the use of prison labor too, like as an option. Is that real? Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. So it'll be interesting. Like they're definitely opening themselves up to, because, because anytime you're like, having a city simulation video game like there are political choices tied up in that right right, right. Like, if you if you decide to go like full libertarian and like that's the way to like run a successful city then you're probably leaving something out and like that reflects a, a political choice that you're yeah. making but I don't know. This seems like it's more tilted in a here's what actually well, has happened. Yeah. It's. I think it's like a really interesting teaching tool too, because yeah, like sure. I video games have taught me a lot 
of shit. Like whether it's incorrect history or what fucking <laughs> flags look like because I was playing so much Carmen San Diego as a kid. Right. Like, yeah. It has the capacity to like give you sort of new ways of thinking. Like you even see it with sports, like how Madden has affected how like even NFL like people play like physical football and shit like that. But how, like in pot, how insufferable people are to talk to about football who play Madden. <laughs> it's definitely affected that. But like with like yeah. a game like this though, like where you're trying to do like you're you know, you're you're engaging yeah. in like a sim game, but it's also like you're now having to actually consider these like sort of economic, socioeconomic factors as to how that works. Yeah. I'm sure there's gonna be people who are like, fuck it, like I just wanna burn everybody with volcanic shit. But then I'm sure like other people like to even see what those relationships are, like in whatever your disposition is as a person, you're going to want to be like, oh, no, like, how do I optimize like the everybody doing well in this city? Oh, I need to tax people. Oh, there's yeah. revenues here from all these ta like rich people, because those are all these like levers that you can pull in the game. So and I'm I'm really interested in it just because part of me wants to be like, yeah, I know how to do this. And then cut to my shit burning down with liquid magma shit. But hey, we'll see. Yeah. There's this video game that I love so much called Disco Elysium. And oh, yeah, I just got that on Switch. You're going to love it. It's so yeah. great. It's like such a unique RPG, point-and-click, like, adventure-type game. And what it is is you're a detective who has amnesia and you're trying to solve a mystery of, like, one, who you are, why you're there, and this murder that has taken place. And I, the reason I bring it up is because you can sort of align politically with different political parties and that affects how you play the game so like you could side with fascists you could side with like these like neoliberal type people or you can be an anarchist and do sort of like your own thing and that's like wild that's a wild choice too mm -hmm. and it's interesting because these developers who are from uh, Europe, I can't remember exactly where, who made this game. Yeah. Uh, like, when it, enough, yeah. Yeah, it's like sort of just That's like they're from, enough. from Europe. Yeah. Uh, it, well, they sort of had a more nuanced take on it than like Amer um, an American development team might have because right. like right. they were like thinking about things a little more holistically. So like, but you can play the game a bunch of different ways and in different playthroughs be like a completely different guy, basically, um, even though you're still the one character. But it's interesting because they had to sort of account for any sort of other political choice you might make. So like if you follow the fascist ending, uh, you, you know, stick with that. And there's like other like things you can do within that as well that, you know, I didn't pick that it becomes one. Becomes like it seemed, a totally different game, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like that's Very really interesting. Cool. So like something like this, the city planning one, I would hope that it wouldn't have like I also I, well, this is my sincere hope. I would hope that it was made by good people and that there's not a fascism part of it at all. But right. Like, or it's like, yeah, everything looks way cooler when you go full fash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> the oh, yeah. Cars are cooler, you get a bunch of stat bonuses for yeah. like <laughs> being like, kind of racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like uh I I would imagine that if it is like sort of like a singular point of view that, yeah, things are probably being left out. Like there's not everything is being accounted for. And that's right. that is interesting. I wonder how city builders, too, will handle it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, <laughs> it seems like there's a lot of like input. I mean, like because there are really yeah. trying to replicate like how Real all life, relationships right? work. Like, Sim even games zoning. are so popular yeah. and so um like beloved now there's so there's like a power washing simulator game and people just like like that because watching oh, power Jesus. uh washing things are like so satisfying and yeah. like then you doing it yeah is like its own thing too it's like it's it's such a fun I think, thing 
Yeah, because like I was just playing, you know, uh, Jedi Survivor and like that's yeah. super fun and like hacking them up with lightsabers. But then like I, I've just been playing so much Civilization, and I realize like it's like the difference between like playing like sort of these like tentpole games that are super like action packed are just kind of like these really huge bursts of energy. Whereas like when I play Sims, I feel like I'm sculpting something because it takes time. Like it's not the game, you know, it just it it's as it's as in depth as you want to go. So I think because of that. The pro, like the way you engage with it is much uh, deeper and much more patient. And I think, I, I don't know, like I'm finding myself really liking that part of gaming again. Of, like, yeah. The process of it rather than like the instant dopamine hit of like, oh shit, can I use dual lightsabers and fucking cut this droid in tw- three? I loved Which that I game as well. And that was just, uh, specifically why, because I loved, I loved the Kylo Ren stance. Yeah. That, that heavy stance. I just yeah. loved ripping through people like that. I yeah. was always using the blaster. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, you keep that you thing nasty on you. Yeah. With that, you know, oh, always. He never, never <laughs> caught lacking. Never caught lacking. <laughs> that, that game is like once my seven-year-old finds out that that game exists, like I will lose him as a human being. Oh, <laughs> he will be gone from me. You got to go incremental, man. Like, like he just runs around our house pretending to do the shit that you guys just described. Just like all day. He's just like... <laughs> And like oh just, right yeah is he like Blaster force pushing shit, shit he's like watch this event. force yeah. boom fucked you yeah. up bow yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> does he have a little what? lightsaber oh yeah 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 oh shit he, he he's got lightsabers like, he's also got like just anything becomes a lightsaber you know Cut, yeah. like four markers so going and oh end. I yeah, missed yeah. that that yeah. was such a thing yeah that was like the ultimate thing you could do with markers. Stack them. Yeah. And that's the like best. a baton of shit. And then you always got mad when you hit something and just fucking shatter. Because <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is probably an impossible question and not one I should be asking with like a minute left in our show. But like, what would you say? Like, how does the political content of the video game industry compare to like, you know, movies are made in Hollywood and they, like, think of themselves as being pretty liberal, but then, like, they're also, you know, doing the work of the yeah. fucking military and shit. Like, is it, is it, like, kind of the same in the video game industry? Is I, it? I feel like a lot of video games don't really do... Like, there are some games that are, like, overtly, like, political. Like, there's this game called Papers, Please, where you're, like, at, like, yeah. a border and, like, you are checking people's, like, and papers whether or not they're allowed to come yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. exactly yeah. That's interesting. Disco Elysium, I would say, is, like, a pretty political video game. But, like, from... As far as, like, AAA titles, I don't think they're getting more political than, like... Call of Duty, like that's like, right. and, and, you know, or they're like, sort of like the army is good. Like that's like the thing is like, yeah, and that's it. But, Rockstar, I mean, some of Rockstar's games, like you yeah. can tell, are made with a little more thought. Like there's definitely because those are like, like satire. Like it's yeah, particularly Grand Theft Auto or like satire video games. But that in mass, people have. Uh, ignored that part of it and people like the worst people are like Grand Theft Auto is like the best fucking thing ever dude Uh, (laughs) it's like it's fun and it's like interesting and like they do they are making fun of like you know all sides of the political spectrum I guess but it is like sometimes done with the less delicate hand in certain directions than they should in other directions but Uh, I think they tried to do some of that in that cyberpunk 2077 also, but like it actually is just kind of it's stupid. Like like it doesn't it doesn't (laughs) really say anything like it is kind of just like, oh, like, yeah, you can align with the cops or like you can like be like um, 
But you end up doing a bunch of errands for cops, actually, and that feels like the shittiest thing ever. Like, that's all video games, though. You are right. Spider-Man in the Spider-Man game. You're helping cops all the time. You're like, this sucks. I hate helping cops. <laughs> I, I right. would never be caught dead helping a cop. That's also movies, right? Like <laughs> yeah, movies, that's true, too. Yeah. The default protagonist is cops. Like, yeah. Since I was a kid. The only good know? guys are cops. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking good guy. And like, my favorite movie is Jaws. Like yeah. randomly, the be- the the protagonist of that's a fucking cop for some reason. Like why? Hey man, why is the protagonist of Jaws a cop? The only like, good guy in Jaws is a shark. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly. Amen, brother. Get out of his <laughs> ocean. Stop Keep messing with him. Yeah. yeah, you're fucking up my house. That's why I'm so close to y'all. Shit. Yeah. Leave Bruce yeah. alone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Matt, truly a pleasure having you on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh Where boy. can people find you? Follow you? All that good stuff. Look, I. <laughs> It's tough now with social media. I don't, I'm not on X. I used mm-hmm. to be on Twitter. I, I used to really love being on there. I had some nice followers there. I left. I'm not there anymore. You can follow me on Instagram, which I acknowledge is also a bad place to be. <laughs> well, like, well, we got to wait and see who wins the fight. Well, you know? yeah. Because then I, that's... <laughs> it is my sincere hope that Zuckerberg hits him one time and his head falls off. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the funniest thing to happen like to him. Like a Sockham, like Rock'em Sockham robot. Yeah, like just like yeah. goes up. Yeah. yeah. But I'm on I'm on there. I'm on threads, but like, am I on threads? What's on threads? Yeah. You know? Who's on first? Yeah. But otherwise, you know, I'm on uh God, my brain just completely stopped. There's <laughs> a lot of them. I'm on uh the podcast Get Played with Nick Weiger and Heather Ann Campbell. Check that out yeah. wherever you get pods. We have an anime Patreon show called Get Animated, where we're talking. We talk. We watch like an entire series of anime, two episodes at a time for several weeks, and then we talk about it. We did Neon Genesis Evangelion. We did um, the show called Licorice Recoil. We watched uh, God. We watched Akira on there. I had never seen Akira before. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh man, that's a great. Yeah. I watched that fairly recently too. I watched it again for the first time awesome. like last year, and was like, this is like. One of the best movies I've ever seen. I was like, it's so it's incredible. Good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, shit. Why was this kept from me? I had yeah, no idea. Why was this not like one of the first movies I saw? Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, probably because it's maybe not appropriate. It's, for like yeah, it's five certainly rated it's R. Fucking but, rules. I mean, that's why we're still waiting for that live action. I would be interested. I don't know if they need to do it, but I know that I feel like I heard that Taika Waititi was supposed to be doing it or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I trust Taika with that. I think he could do it. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, it, it is one of those things where, like, on its own, it's, it's completely amazing. And but there's yes. there's just something about that aesthetic where, I'm like, I would welcome to see that like sort of IRL cinema. Oh yeah, like a, a future not... that isn't that didn't come true. Like, is like an interesting mm-hmm. sort of like setting, right? Like, yeah. in terms of like technology and fashion. Like, I think that movie's set in like 2015 or something. Like, yeah, and that's now long past, and like it's nothing like that 2019. now. 2019. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 2019. Yeah, and it's like. It's just so interesting, yeah. but the slide works on t- uh, in live action. You've yeah. seen it in things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought I for having not seen it before. I thought the slide, like on the motorcycle, was mm-hmm. like the main thing. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> right. well, this is certainly like the climax of the movie. Him sliding on this motorcycle, and then <laughs> right. when it happens ten minutes into the movie, I was like, well, what the hell is the rest of this? Yeah. yeah. And then it's it becomes the crazy, it becomes insane. And you're like, oh, this, this rocks. But yeah. those are the two things that I uh, would like to plug. And oh, I have, I worked, I produced this other show that's on the Earwolf Presents feed called Expo Expose with my pal Jacob Wysocki. And we went to a bunch of different 
expos in Southern California and interviewed people there. And in it's like it's a very like sweet and like sincere show. It's not it's a comedy show, but like it's not that like that type of thing. Usually you see people going up to people and like making fun of the people there or whatever. It's like a very genuine like we're trying to just figure out what is going on here and why people like it and learning about the different subcultures they're in. And it's uh, I think it's it came out really great. And I hope people check it out. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Is there a work of media that you've been enjoying? I guess you just told us about a couple. But. Those things, but I guess I'm on those things. So that's like, not, that, that, that that don't count. Mm. The Oh, I my friend Chris Farron put out a, an album recently called Doom Singer. And it's very good. It's a great, it's a great album. Check out the song Cosmic Leash. And if that doesn't hook you, what the heck's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. You have ears? You got ears? You got you a got functioning ear? You can get hooked on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Miles, where can people find you? Is there work media you've been enjoying? Yeah, all the at-based websites at Miles of Gray. That's M-I-L-E-S-G-R-A-Y. It's wild when sometimes people reach out, like w- type my handle, but then misspell my first name. <laughs> but hey it is what it's uh and also find us on the basketball podcast miles and jack i'm at boosties uh also the new true crime show i'm doing uh the good thief talking about the greek robin hood and also 420 day fiance yeah 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 check it all out uh a tweet i like is this from jesse mclaren at mick jesse tweeted country musicians are like y'all there's two things i can't stand socialism and the exploitation of my labor by the bourgeoisie. (laughs) (laughs) I retweeted that yesterday. That is so good. So fucking good. Yeah, man. Oh, Uh, shit. Richmond, north of Richmond. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien, on threads at Jack underscore O underscore Brian. A couple tweets I've been enjoying. Kingsley tweeted, I'm a huge fan of that post-laundry feeling where you've got all your A-list clothes back in the game. Ooh! Yeah. Oh, man. Truly. Particularly the underwear. Like, I just have, like, some pairs of underwear that are, like, much better than the rest. There's, like, yeah. a real, real big differentiation between top A-list and C-list there. So, and then uh, Harrison Weinreb tweeted, it's cool when a bathroom stall has a coat hook. Like, yeah, fuck it. I'll hang out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what's a song that you think people might enjoy? Oh, this is going to be a remix of the banger from the Ots. Or I mean, was it the Ots? Remember Tweet? Oh my. Oh my. Ooh, there goes my shirt. Remember that? Anyway, some of us really remember that track. Anyway, this is like a house techno-ish remix of that. Uh, and it's really dope. It's called Couldn't Catch My Breath. So check this one out from DJ Houseplants. <laughs> DJ Houseplants, great name. Yeah. All right. We'll link off to that in the footnotes. The Daily oh, no. Zeitgeist production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's mm-hmm. going to do it for us this morning. Back this afternoon to tell you what's trending. And yep. we will talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. 
Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.